far away With a Jedi and a Sith and a smuggler's pay Me R2 and Yoda, 3PO and Leia Look Vader and Leader, Kylo Fit Parade Don't tell me the eyes when I place on my bed Who got the Chewbacca, there's no need to fret Thrusters are primed and accorded and set Then it's off with the heads like their name Jango Fett I've seen these movies like 500 times Some solo shot first, ain't no change in my mind More with the Force and the Force is with me So of course you will see even if I go blind Come on this journey of trials and lessons Get lost in this wonder in a matter of seconds Let's jump to light speed and tear through the heavens Enjoy every minute cause they're only legends What is up, Star Wars fans? Welcome back to another episode of Their Only Legends. As always, with your boys Tyler and Spencer, coming at you hot as fuck. <laughs> it's time to talk Star Wars. Let's get hype. I'm hyping myself up right now. Spencer, how you doing, my guy? I could get that feeling that like you're talking to yourself. You're like, let's do it. <laughs> let's we're do excited. It. Let's just. We're excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing at all this week has happened negative to me at all oh to make God. me want to. No, I'm not even gonna get into it. Anyway. Um, so I don't, I want to scooter instead of Segway. Let's scooter into something uh, <laughs> no, real quick though. Like you can't just what? say that this cat this week had his car nah, totaled ah, ah. and PC crash. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. it you know, we can move on. We can move on now. Yeah. I'm not trying See, to talk worse. about it. It's worse now. See, the thing is, it's worse now is that like, I, I, I just say, you know, some negative shits happen. It's like people are like, oh, okay. He's having a rough week that's that but now you're like his car got total and his pc crashed people are like wait what you explain that shit so now they want to know about it and guess what they're not going to get to know about it because we don't this you is just not gotta a- give context you can't be like my my week was absolutely positive you don't have to, <laughs> like, you don't not have give to any give, fucking you don't have to give context bro that's the thing it's not everything needs context until oh you God. until you spark interest like that um no i've talked about it so fucking much man i've told i've told the story so many goddamn times uh, no, it's all good though. Everybody's safe. Everyone's okay. Shit happens. Everything's gonna get worked out. It's fine. Experience. But you know what's more important? It's Star Wars. Star Wars is the most important thing. <laughs> Yo, last week I- I'm going fucking right into it. Kotor remake, dude. I'm so fucking excited. I actually like. Yeah, legit just want to talk about this. Yeah, it's it's cool. I guess. Well, you've never played Kotor. <laughs> just kidding. No, okay. I was just trying to. I legit. I'm I'm like legit excited for it. Yeah. Like. What has been my only um, uh, critique of like that game? What has like what I've told you? Graphics. You just can't like That's get it. into it. I can't get into it because the graphics. Yeah. I want to so bad, and now it's coming out a remake for the PS5. I'm yes, in. Sir. I'm fucking in. You yeah. know. So I'm excited because I'm gonna get to be able to play the exact same game that everybody else got to enjoy, but I'm gonna get to enjoy it like with the best graphics, which right. is like. It won't be, you know, it'll be a little less like enjoyable. I'm so Y'all excited to that. see what they do. I don't remember the studio that was behind it, but a couple years ago there was um all of the I don't know if it was betaed, but there was all of this like footage that I saw and I want to say it was playable to to select groups of people of a remastered like skin to put over Kotor, mm-hmm. basically a mod. Pretty um, sure that was a fan led thing. Yeah. And they took that yeah. shit down. Like yeah. they had to. Uh, whatever game developer or whoever did it at the time we're like fuck no you you can't do this yeah uh, i'm wondering how long this has been in the works or probably ever since they announced fucking ea is no longer the uh the sole license holder of yeah you know 
that's Star probably as, as soon as that as soon as that dropped yeah. as soon as that information was out they were like someone probably pitched it instantly to lucasfilm the the like, only issue that i have with this is the fact that it's a ps5 exclusive um and i get it because it's technically like a sony studios game um but like well i saw this meme on the non-toxic star wars fan base facebook page um that said uh you know, KOTOR released 2003 as an Xbox exclusive. KOTOR remake released as a PlayStation exclusive. And then it was a picture of uh, Palpatine saying, ironic. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, well, there you go. Yeah. You know, if you don't like PlayStations, uh, well, you don't get to experience the new the new game. But you did get to experience it, you know, when it was Xbox. So Apparently, this is going to be available on PC, though. I'm going to say people say. So there's a good chance really? that we could be able to play it on PC. Um, well, I do oh, want man. a PS5 because there's also a new Spider-Man game coming out, and I've never played I'm the getting first a PS5. one. Yeah, You're getting a PS5. Uh, like, well, dude, did you see this? Cannot, that's not coming out till 2023. The Spider-Man game? Yeah, Spider-Man Two. I was like, what's the fucking point, dude? They launch, They announced stuff so early. Like, yeah. I don't want to know about something until it's like this is coming out in six months. Like <laughs> right, well, me neither. Exactly. It's like I can't buy this tomorrow. Why do I care? Yeah, it's like your parents um, telling you, "Hey, for Christmas, when you're you know a year yeah. and a half from now, you're gonna get this." It's like fucking cool. Now I just get to think about it for two years. Like, but I don't um, know, man. I'm I'm so excited for Code War. Like the original game came out July fifteenth, two thousand three. So a little over eighteen years ago. Um, I played the shit out of Code War. I played Code War way more than I played Code War two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've revisited it as an adult and I, I had a good time and like many other things, star Wars related or, or just, you know, today's day and age related as well. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how much of that appeal was just the pure nostalgia for me. Like the fact that I'm able to look past these graphics and be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember these storylines and this and that, and I'm excited to go to Tatooine and do all this stuff. Like I, I'm able to look past the very i mean i mean it's it was remarkable at its time i remember hopping into kotor because 2003 i was 10 years old so and i probably mm-hmm. really got into it when i was like 11 12 um okay and i remember just being blown away like graphics were good they were fine for that time and the fact that it's like this is a huge like rpg it's not necessarily open world but in the aspect of like you go to these planets and there's kind of like, you know, a, a Jedi Fallen Order. It's essentially mm-hmm. like tunnel systems where you can go where you want to go. And, you know, this leads to this area, to this area. And then if you want to work your way back to the ship, you got to fucking run all the way back. And it, it does kind of play out like that. Um, I like the the turn-by-turn uh, RPG fighting style. There, there's, there are so many things about it that appeal to me and... Um, things that I didn't understand as a kid. Like, as a kid, you button mash, right? Like, so as a kid, when I'd play through, rather than being like, oh, okay, well, this uses more stamina, so I'm going to do a regular attack and then a heavy attack, finish it up with a regular attack. You, mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I would just button mash. Like, obviously, it's all heavy attacks until this motherfucker... Like, why would I do anything less Yeah. And now, as right. an adult, I'm able to, uh, you know, understand, understand RPGs a little bit more and yeah. shit. And... I'm excited to revisit this experience because it's not just a remaster. They're remaking this game. So I don't know if they're doing like an Unreal Engine type situation, like what what they're building it in. But 
it's not just a reskin, which we've seen with a lot oh, of things. Oh, right. But it, they're actually, like, remaking the game. Right, right. So remake could mean <clears throat> doesn't could mean it means it, it means that it could they could they could do a f- few different things right yeah so a, a remaster is where they take the original the original game and they spruce it up mm-hmm. and make it they, they they update the graphics um and like update the platforms that it's available to play on or whatever and then re-release it right yep. a remake means from the ground up they rebuilt this game. They are remaking now, it, yeah. So the other thing is, that means that, in theory, there is a chance that it's not the exact same story. Mm-hmm. That it's going gonna, it's gonna to follow, clearly, it's going to follow very similar story arcs. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the game is going to be the exact same as the original. Right. Um, well, which it, is cool. It came you know, out in 2003, is, right? So this came out... When did Revenge of the Sith come out? 2005? Yeah. So this came out like during the prequel trilogy. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if that has anything to do to its this notoriety came out too. Because people yeah. hated the prequels as they were coming out. Like right now with the sequels. They're like, this is what Star Wars should be. Um, right. Besides the point. Uh, <laughs> Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Ray. Oh. <laughs> so. God, I can't wait to get a fucking soundboard. But, but to what you were saying. Yeah. They could introduce story beats and concepts that hadn't yet been developed at the time KOTOR came out. Because we talk right. about um, Kashyyyk and we, we go to Tatooine and we uh, there's there's all these different planets that you visit in there. The, we get a lot of Sith lore and stuff. Like if this is something they're working on and we're not going to get to later, by the time this comes out, Acolyte will have came out. So there could be nods on Korriban or Moribon, which it I think became. Uh, you know, they could just a simple thing like that. They could update the name of the planet. We we could get, oh, hey, here's this little side mission. We're going to go to Octu, and, and they can add stuff like that into the game. So it's still your KOTOR experience, but built in a much bigger way. Because you also got to think, too, like the original KOTOR games, like nine gigs. Um, They could make this a fuck. Yeah, they could make this a 200 gig game. And just mm-hmm. fill it up, man. Flesh the fucking world out. Take us to places that we didn't go in the original thing. But overall, I want the story to say, stay exactly the same. Like, I want the story to be the story of Darth Revan. And, like, that's why people like KOTOR. And they've gotten to know the cast of characters. Uh, I don't have them pulled up in front of me. But there's the the Twilight Girl and her uh, Wookiee companion. There's, uh oh, we could go to fucking Mandalore. So there's a, uh, I want to say Darth or Karth, but whatever his name is, I'm forgetting his name. It's been a minute, but there's this Mandalorian uh, uh, soldier is one of the main characters and he's from like an ancient tribe from, you know, Mandalore. And mm-hmm. in the novel uh, that takes place right after KOTOR, they end up going back and like, he basically like reunites with some Mandalorians. Um, this mm-hmm. is like this big deal, but they could do some Mandalorian lore in there about the Jedi or the, yeah, the Jedi Mandalorian wars. Um, Cause they did talk about it in uh Kandorus Ordo or Karth on- Onasi. Yeah. Him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Karth. It was Karth. He's a Republic soldier and pilot. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, the HK droid, the HK 47. Yep. 
there's a little. I just have the I have the list pulled up. Um, what's what's the Twilight's name? You got to pull it up. Uh, I have to. I have to like kind of skim the. Uh, um, synopsis like the little description of every character, so I can. There's no picture with it. Mm. Um, it's from the original. Yeah. Um. Let's see. But anyways, yeah, the, the characters yeah, the characters are super cool. All of them have individual stories and backgrounds that are actually appealing. Um, it's it's gonna be a fucking fun game. Like the possibilities are endless as long as they make it the same story. Like mm-hmm. the, I want it to feel like Kotor. I want it to feel like if Kotor were to be released in twenty twenty two or twenty three or whenever this game is gonna come out, I want it to feel like okay. I want I want that feeling of nostalgia of like this is a fucking dope Star Wars experience. Yeah. While at the same time seeing like okay, like you're given the reins, what can you really do with it? So I want So here okay, so here's what I'm imagining, right? I'm imagining basically uh an RPG well, a more RPG version um of and forgive me if you said this already i what like i i didn't tune out but i was also like skip looking at the characters and shit okay. um the the twi'lek is uh uh is, i don't know how to say if it's mission or mission 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 okay. vow yeah. yeah um anyway basically um fallen order but with more choices and repercussions for your choices so mm-hmm. fallen order is kind of RPG-esque in the way that you can choose the direction um, that uh, Cal's powers go initially. Eventually, you're going to have all of the power, right? Um, And you can choose the order that the story happens in. Sure. Yeah, you can can pick the different, you know, you can pick which one of the three directions you're going first, but you're Mm -hmm. always going to experience the same story no matter which one you pick first. It's just the story is going to happen in different times, yeah. right? I haven't beaten it. I don't know. There isn't three different endings depending on your first choice, right? I don't think so. For, okay. Because um, some I know sometimes I do that shit. Like yeah. Fallout 4, you know, depending sure. on the the faction you choose determines essentially kind of the outcome of the end of the story. But anyway, like I'm excited because, like, you know, Fallen Order is pretty hack and slash. Mm-hmm. Um with a little more, you know, it's not not as hack and slash as like the Arkham series is, you know, right? Um, where you're like really OP. You have to be careful sometimes, uh, depending on the difficulty you put it on. But I imagine like this. I imagine this is going to look like even better than Fallen Order because it's coming out on the PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, and just yeah, getting the opportunity to fucking build your you know your character and. Well, the difference between Fallen Order and KOTOR, too, is that your actions have consequences in KOTOR. So in KOTOR, yeah. you could do an evil run and not help anybody, rob everybody right. you fucking meet, become ultra dark side, end up at the Sith Academy. Like, th- that can yeah. all happen. But if you choose to be like, I'm a good person, which is technically how the story beat's supposed to play out, like in the overall arc of Darth Revan, um, you're mm-hmm. supposed to have this... You're, you're, this... I'm a good person now, but I used to be the Sith Lord, but my memory was wiped and I have a forced dyad 
which I guarantee you they're going to play on. Uh, oh, yeah. With uh, uh, Bastila, who's yeah. the Jedi that basically... Bastila Shan. Yep. Uh, so they could have a lot of fun with that. But speaking of Fallout, when you said Fallout, I started thinking about like character customization, right? Please. Yeah. They could work because there wasn't a lot of that. Like You can choose your, your basic outfit. You can choose, okay, I'm going to use this gauntlet to power up gauntlet. I get more yeah. stamina or you know I get a 2% chance you know better of hitting my target and this and that or like the facial thing so like the face like customization could be that of like fallout where you can go through and i can i want to be able to make myself on fallout has probably in my opinion the best facial uh customization it's so good any game i've played dude. yeah any game i've played I've seen videos of people who have created like celebrities. And I love shit. it. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like I've if if it, I play these sports games, man. Mm-hmm. Be it fucking FIFA or NBA Two K or MLB. Like MLB, the show fifteen, right for the PS Three was probably the best baseball game I played with. Like customization is I I made. Like I made a team of my friends, basically added a few like, and I would, I mean, I got pretty close, you yeah. know, where like you'd look at it and go, oh damn, that does kind of look like Travis, mm-hmm. you know, um, but as far as other like any other game goes, I've n- never experienced the customization, you know, as well as fucking Fallout Four. So if you can't, if they can do that, yeah. like, what have we been talking about? What have, what have we been talking about? Not you and I, but just like we as Star Wars fans. Yeah. Give us a video game where we can make ourselves, we can be a Jedi or a Sith and run through a fucking whatever. Then that's exactly what KOTOR is mm-hmm. if you just give us that fucking extra customization. Yes, now, I, I, he, the, here's the cool thing, right? This is obviously backed by Lucasfilm. The question becomes, is this going to A now make Darth Revan and everything involved in this storyline canon because it's been Legends forever? Or is this going to be the start of, like, Legends content being actively made outside of canon? You know? Because, but here's the thing. I actually think that this is going to be made canon. Mm -hmm. I think that's what they're going to do. I think this is going to be their way instead of like this is the ultimate Disney thing, right? What is it that we talked about Disney making all that shit legends for was so that way they can remaster it in a way to bring it into their shit and remake more money off of it than more money than they would by reselling the Darth Bane series. Right. Sure. Uh, instead they, they, they say Darth Bane doesn't exist anymore. And then in the novelization of episode nine name drop Darth Bane um, to make it canon again. Yeah. Well, Nate, oh, so, Darth Bane was technically Yoda saw him in a vision in Clone Wars. Um, did they? Yeah. Did he? Oh. He's like, mm, did like, they? He's like, did do you know not? who I am? And Yoda's like, oh, yes, you're the Darth Bane. Or oh. whatever. Um, mm. But he doesn't but, look anything like how he was portrayed, you know, or meant like the sure. bald head with the. Oh, you know. here we go. Uh, article from 2019. Rise of Skywalker officially makes Darth Revan Star Wars canon. Darth Revan? Um, yeah, yeah. So the character from KOTOR, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, 
I can't. I don't want to read this whole thing because Screen Rant is terrible. Uh, oh, you're saying Revan was name dropped in Rise? No, well, I thought Bane was also name dropped. Um, but it says here the uh, visual dictionary from Rise of Skywalker confirms they were separated into legions of five thousand troopers, talking about the uh, Final Order Sith troopers. Uh, and each legion was named after an ancient Sith Lord, one of them being the Third Revan Legion. This officially confirms cool. Darth Revan as canon in Star Wars. Okay, so that being said, it, there is precedent now in current Disney canon for Revan, Darth Revan, to be a thing. So with them now remaking the game and showing who we know to be Darth Revan uh, in the trailer... I think it's pretty. I think it's a higher than fifty percent chance that this is going to be now made made canon storyline. So instead of giving us a Darth Revan novel series or a TV show or a you know or a movie, they're like, instead of giving you that, here's the game again. It is now canon, and it's going to open the door for like, yeah, sure, maybe this is going to be to like Minerva's point of of. Uh, the the dyad being inherently a light side thing and the dark side and like this rule of two being like the uh you know the dark side version maybe this is going to be their explanation of where the dyad comes from you know or maybe this is going to be their explanation i mean obviously darth bane was prior to this with the rule of two hence the whole um was it darth malik malik darth malik yeah um being revan's apprentice which uh, I don't know. I, I so here's the thing. Uh, sidebar. I once I get my computer fucking fixed, right? Uh, the one that I just got. I'm going to reinstall. <laughs> I'm gonna re. I'm gonna install Kotor, and I'm gonna I'm gonna dedicate like legit. Like I'm not gonna sit here for six hours in a first playthrough, but I'm gonna try to dedicate like thirty minutes to an hour every few days. Of just playing the game because I want to okay. get through it. I want to know what the first. I'll play it alongside story. with you, and we'll talk about it. Okay, we could, yeah, because sure, you can let can me know that. what planets you're going to and shit, and I'll go beat for beat with yeah, you. Run the same story. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool because I, I want I want to know. This is always like, it's always intrigued me. You know, four thousand years before the rise, not the rise, but the Skywalker saga. Yeah, you know, and like Sith, and I mean Darth Revan's probably the coolest looking fucking. Super cool. Sith ever, honestly. Yeah. Um, Malik's pretty cool too. He's got the whole face thing, and that comes um, up over the bottom mm-hmm. of his mouth. Yeah, I've I've never really, I've seen that picture. I've seen him a lot, and I've never really uh, taken a liking to his design. Um, well, they can fucking not, not, change it. No, no, <laughs> like, not, not that. No, I just mean like, like, not like. I think they shouldn't design him that way. I just mean like he's just not as cool as to me, you know, sure. looking as Revan is. Um, but anyway, yeah, dude, I'm fucking excited for this shit. Um, screen Rant. Oh, by the way, um, I didn't finish my thought when I said Screen Rant is terrible. That was supposed to end with Screen Rant is terrible at putting the information you want to know at the start of the article. They put it down in the middle. I didn't mean right. Screen Rant is a terrible <laughs> source or terrible they website. They want you to scroll through it. <laughs> right, of course. And a lot. I know a lot of places do that. But uh, anyway, um, screen, screen Rant also confirms or mentions that... Um, uh, they say that the the Kotor remake is going to be a PlayStation Five exclusive at launch, which okay. the wording opens the door for a possible Xbox landing as well later. Um, 
but I think the reasoning is because the PS5, I think, is a higher processing power. Like, I think it's just stronger than the Xbox is right now. Mm-hmm. And with how the technological advancements, with the, how advanced these games are and demanding they are, like, the PS5 is, like, the obvious route. But it, they, I guess Lucasfilm also confirmed that it will be coming to PC. So, um, well, that I'll is good try, to know. Regardless, I'll try to, like, actively track down a PS5. Like, oh, me too. I've wanted one. I just can't fucking buy one. I'm not going to pay a scalper. So, I'm like... Well, apparently also Toshiba recently announced that it expects the semiconductor chip shortage to last into 2022, which means this PS5 and Xbox Series X shortage could probably, is probably going to continue into 2022. Insane. Being, yeah. um, Like, yeah, like this kind of, not to, not to veer off into a different non-Star Wars related topic, but like when the pandemic first hit, like that was kind of the topic of discussion when things started shutting down was... Uh, we're going to be feeling the effects of this, uh, economically speaking, for years to come. Mm-hmm. And one of those is now the microchips, the semiconductor chips, uh, keeping both cars and consoles. And it's why my computer took so long to get to me and why it's <laughs> fucking broken. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm excited, dude. I'm excited for this. Yeah. You know what else I'm excited for? Um, I'm going pre- to pre- pretend like I'm pressing a button. Right! Um, Lucasfilm reportedly developing a new Ben Solo Star Wars trilogy. Dude, fuck yeah. <sighs> Give it to daddy. Okay, like- <laughs> so I I heard about this. Um, you put it in the notes. I heard about it. Um, and I actually had forgotten about it because I was like, well, I don't know what we're going to talk about this week. We're probably just going to talk about the KOTOR remake the whole time. Um watching theory and uh josh uh lucas his last name is lucas and the dude looks kind of like george lucas there's like like there's a fan theory there's a fan theory out there that he's george lucas's like son or grandson or some shit um but he looks like josh lucas from den of nerds and also uh nerd theory with star wars theory um looks like young george lucas like if you pull him up and young george lucas next to each other yo they could be easily father son um anyway he rumored that he he has a guy and he had like a they had like a really funny name for his source and it's kind of like a nickname for sources in general mm-hmm. it's it did you did you get it from dude trust me bro because how many people are like dude trust me bro this is legit <laughs> yeah. so it's like and so so theories so theory said did you get it from dude trust me bro and and he started josh started laughing and he's like yeah, I have a couple dude trust me bros and there's like yeah, I do too. <laughs> it's cuz you know, everybody's like they trying to break a fake story or like they hear a thing and yeah. anyway, somebody one of his, you know, one of his people in the industry or I don't know if it's at Lucasfilm or whatever uh dropped a hint to him that Lucasfilm was legit looking into developing a Ben Solo trilogy um that is post Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Um now, is are these quotes from the podcast, or are they from that? No, article? they're from the article. Yeah, because um, they like the one of the quotes here says he literally dissolved into the force. An entire trilogy starring a force ghost is far fetched, even for a rumor. It's kind of something that theory talked about. He's like, you know, not to go too much onto you know talking about what they talked about, but like you know. <clears throat> If you guys are into Star Wars content, you know who Star Wars Theory is. If you've listened to our podcast, you've heard me mention him. You've heard Spencer mention him once or twice, not nearly as much as me. But, um, like, he is notorious for saying that he does not think that 
the Star Wars tr- sequel trilogy is canon in his mind. Like, it's fine for us to think it is. He doesn't want anybody else to, like, change their minds just because he, you know, doesn't like them. But he doesn't, in his head canon, they don't exist as canon. However, Ben Solo Kylo Ren is his favorite, like, top five characters of all Star Wars. Like, he thinks he is one of, the, like, one of, if not the most interesting character in all of Star Wars. So, he, but he even he was like, the dude's dead. He's fucking dead. So, like, what... Yeah what is what are we going to do with this so um going through some of the quotes from the article like i said he literally dissolved into the force uh it's a little far-fetched if you're just going to have a force ghost series um another one says we could learn about the connection between grogu and young ben solo as they were both likely present at skywalker's new jedi temple and academy when solo fort torched it um all right and I'll just read the last one before I give my thoughts on that because I uh, anyway it's also possible that parts of this report are true while others are flux um, it could be set at a different point in the timeline maybe when Solo was first seduced by the mysterious Ren and the Knights of Ren which uh, it, we see in the um, Rise of Kylo Ren comic series yeah and we've we've touched and talked on that uh, a couple of times so this this second quote here I want to touch on it because I am the most passionate about that specific topic out of the other three is that uh, everybody's so hung up on this Grogu and Ben Solo connection, right? Or possible possible connection. And I don't get it. I don't get why people care. Like, I don't care at all. It's like, it's, it's okay. So here's, <clears throat> here's the thing. At, at five years post-Jedi, ish Grogu gets taken by Luke at this point now there is like I I wouldn't say it's debated it's debated with me because I, I don't know what the canon is for it anymore um as to when Ben was taken in by Luke right um I feel like he was like 10 years old but I also feel like the book I read the uh, Bloodlines book said something about uh, like the Bloodlines book takes place, I think ten years in, or at least ten years, maybe five years after, around Mando time, and Ben's already being trained by Luke, right? Mm-hmm. So we know Ben burns down the temple about probably ten, fifteen years later, yeah. right? If if Luke's goal is to train Grogu to be better with the Force and ultimately return him to his species, right? We don't know what his goal is. Um, it seemed like Mando, during Mando, said like he wanted to be returned to his people. Like he wants to return him to his people. And I think that was like Jedi. Yeah. Even though like I was thinking initially that it was like get him back to his species, wherever that is. Um, well, we talked about that, like stumbling when when we were doing the Mando reviews about like Luke stumbling onto a planet and just full of right, like, <laughs> <laughs> lose his fucking mind, beating a um, ship with a stick and shit, like ding 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 ding. Yeah, um, <laughs> he, he, he would fucking lose his mind. He would just yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> piece of shit your ship is. Um, Anyway, I don't understand why people think that he has to be there. Like I, I don't Grogu, either. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Like Grogu is probably first of all, Grogu's way older than Ben. He's already more trained than Ben. Like literally trained, um, than Ben is. 
uh, because he knows more, like, uh, whatever. So it's like, I feel like Grogu is probably further ahead than Ben and is off doing his own fucking thing when Ben burns down. Well, Ben doesn't even burn down the fucking temple, for one. Like, yeah, we, we know that it was Snoke slash Palpatine who did it. Also, Grogu's still going to be a fucking child. Yeah. He's already 50 years old. Another 5, 10, 15 years, he's still probably exactly the same like so i don't know yeah. if he's gonna be off doing his own shit like motherfucker ain't piloting a ship somewhere and doing little jedi missions yet we also but don't like, know how quickly they like like it might not be a slow grow the whole time mm-hmm. you know it might be he could go into a cocoon and come out fucking older sure. or some shit yeah, like, <laughs> i saw a meme <laughs> I saw it's a stupid comic strip meme it was like a dad and a son camping and uh he was like <laughs> it was like they were laying there in their like separate uh their fucking sleeping bags and he's like uh the dad was like no or what did i tell you don't don't zip up your or like don't zip up your sleeping bag all the way and he goes he's like fuck you dad i'm gonna do what i want or something like that and he zips up his sleeping bag all the way and the next frame is the next morning and he unzips it and he's a fucking he's turned into a butterfly or whatever <laughs> he goes it's, what, did I, what did i tell you not to not to uh not to zip up your sleeping bag Dude. all the way. He starts to fly in the air, and he goes, he goes, he's like, uh, he's like, but dad, I'm a beautiful butterfly. And, and his dad goes, fuck you, you're a moth. I don't know, like, because he was just a moth or whatever. I don't know why it was like just the randomest shit on the internet. But that's what that reminded that's me of. Silly. You're not a butterfly, Grogu. You're a fucking moth. Um, no, but so okay, <laughs> back to Star Wars shit here. Um, here's here's all we need to know. Kylo is so loved that they want that they allegedly there's talk of Ben being getting his own trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. We already know because Adam Driver did a kick-ass job acting. Uh, we know that um, JJ had to cut out the Chewbacca interrogation scene because they thought that that would make Kylo slash Ben irredeemable with the audience and they wanted him to be redeemable. So we know for a fact that Grogu's not going to be in that temple when the when it burns down because Grogu is arguably loved as much if not more definitely more by the general audience the casual audience than Kylo or Ben is so they're not going to make it so that Grogu was at the temple and dead from Ben because that will definitely make Kylo irredeemable by the audience they're not going to do it so let's fucking forget about it I'm tired of it. I'm just fucking, I'm fucking tired of it. No, yeah. they'll they'll do something about it. It's just like, I, I, I'm not actually uh, like this up in arms about it. I just don't understand. Like, like you and I share the same, I don't give a fuck about it, you know? And so I was just, uh, I don't know why people are so up in arms about like knowing what happened. You know, it's like, it's really easy for me to be like, he wasn't there. Like, why sure. would he be there? Um, well, and that's who knows by that point too, like how many force sensitive people Luke had come up with, or how many different branches of his academy he had spread out through the galaxy. And like, I mean, it, it makes it sound like yeah, the Snoke slash you know Kylo Ren pulled like it makes it sound like yeah, they burned down his primary temple. But who knows? Like, he could have been fucking anywhere. Grogu could have been anywhere. I, yeah. He could have been reunited with his people. He could have been, uh, you know, whatever. Let's but. see. I'm trying to remember. Luke had a line in TLJ where he said, 
He said, he burned down my temple and ran off with a, either a handful of my students or a dozen of my students or a dozen of my, yeah. So Maybe I can't Grogu turned to the dark side. <laughs> like, Yo, he could have. <laughs> Why um, not? And so that that's like a interesting like that that right there is probably like a a one of those um things that was like a writing choice. Well, I want to say a writing choice by Ryan that JJ didn't follow through on, but we already know that JJ liked Ryan's script and was an executive producer and could have changed or added anything. So it's like is it one of those things where like they were trying to set up the Knights of Ren as like Luke's fallen students and decided it, they didn't want to go that route later. And then that's why he made the line of, mm. you know, ran off with a handful of my students or a dozen of my other students. Yeah. Um, who knows? But what I, what I'm pretty sure we're going to find out is that Grogu was nowhere near there. Right. And I think people need to like stop worrying about it because they're not going to kill off the one of the most beloved characters in recent Star Wars, if not the most, uh, by having him die in a burned down temple, you know. Uh, but anyway, besides that, unless you have more to say on that specific point, no, I, th- I think you're right. I mean, they're not going to kill Grogu, right? Um, I mean, it just is what it is. They're not going to yeah. kill Grogu. Grogu, I mean, for all we know, post Rise of Skywalker, like. Grogu could become, as he gets older, an integral part. We could that's that opens a, a thing for you know two hundred years post Rise of Skywalker. Here's a Grogu show. He's now basically in his twenties in the equivalent. Uh, he's out doing this and this and this. Like, I, I don't think that they're gonna fucking kill him off. Like, this is this is a a well received character. I albeit through his adorableness. Like, I don't know how many like all of these freaking you know i don't all the people that like grogu who aren't star wars fans that are like oh he's so cute like those people probably won't give a shit but i think the popularity of grogu comes from not only is he popular with people who aren't star wars fans i have a good uh uh you know friend of the podcast ryan who's his his wife likes grogu like she's a fan of like solo and a few other things but she likes grogu having never seen the mandalorian and it's like like i get it's just the adorable factors the fact that he was a meme right he he developed his own notoriety away from the mandalorian he's got fan base of people who've never even watched mandalorian they're just like they wanted to hop on the trend because it's this cute little thing uh so right. those those people i don't think are gonna have an interest but the reason he was so popular is because he was not only popular with those people but he's also a well-received character among star wars fans which is a really hard thing to do everybody loves that everybody loves groku you're not going to kill him off and when you do right. eventually kill him off it's going to be epic like it's 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 not going to be oh yeah and you remember this character we made you all fall in love with over two seasons or three seasons or however long uh yeah he died when ben solo did this thing because you're right if they're going to make a show focused on ben solo they're not going to just casually throw in oh yeah he also killed one of the most beloved characters of all time right now that's not talking about han solo (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) like no but han solo died epically he did he died epically he died epically 
he died he died being what ultimately turned out being basically the spark that turned Kylo Ren back to Ben Solo. Sure. You know, like the, the deed split him to his core. It's pretty much in that in that moment like if Kylo Ren doesn't kill Han Solo, Ben Solo doesn't get to come back. You know, that's ultimately what it was. His sacrifice meant his he, he literally by by confronting Kylo and getting killed like that, he did what he told Leia he would do and bring their son home, you know, kind of back to the light side anyway. So, okay. Now I want to ask you, um, I want to ask you, let's kind of fantasy book this shit. So, all right, this, like it says here, there are two, okay. There are two, obviously there's two options that they can go here, right? They can go, they can go pre force awakens Mm -hmm. or they can go post rise Skywalker, right? Mm. Pre or post sequel. So obviously if they go pre sequel, um, they're gonna they're gonna show Ben training with Luke. Um they're gonna show probably the seduction to the dark side, the thoughts and processes that went through his feelings of um betrayal, finding out that his grandfather is Darth Vader and not being told about that. Being um, felt his, like he was abandoned by his dad. By his family. Yeah, exactly. Both his mom his mom and dad, because like from the Bloodlines book, provided they keep it canon, um, Leia fucking sends him a letter because she doesn't know where he is with Luke. He's out there, out there training together. And it's not obviously not a letter. It's a hologram. Sorry. Um, (laughs) They don't write anything down anymore. I just just thought about like the, the screamer letter from chambers. Oh, the howler. The howler. Yeah. 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 Ben Solo. Benjamin Uh, Solo. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, so like it, it gets released because of some other, you know, royalty in the royal family. Yeah. Uh, you know, she she finds out because um, Bail Organa leaves a uh, a chest for her in the you know chamber of, of whoever's supposed to be you know the fucking head royalty of not just Alderaan, but like there's like a, a set of planets that all kind of have their own like. Knights of the Round Table type of deal, and there's like one of them is supposed to be the lead of them all. And sure. Leia was supposed to take that mantle, um, but when she didn't, the daughter of somebody else did. And when she became, you know, fucking leader of that shit or queen, uh, the the little fucking kind of like the emperor had his little closet that Ray went into the the vault. That's what that's what they had as well. And in there was a chest that was left by Bale for Leia thinking Leia was going to be the one to take over and in there was a hologram of Bale that explains to Leia he's not her actual father uh Darth Va- former Anakin Skywalker who is now Darth Vader is her father um and she takes that information but doesn't tell that it was like former Skywalker it was like she just says you know oh yeah, Leia, Senator Leia Organa, so that way she can't, like, she was afraid that Leia was going to take the crown. Um, she's the one who put into, like, told the Senate that she's actually the daughter of Darth Vader, and she was basically, she had to resign from her seat on the Senate uh, because nobody trusted her. Interesting. And um, she ended up having to, and and that's when she she stepped down as Senator, 
And that's when Mon Mothma basically said, I know who you are. And I know that because everyone was like, oh, her father's the evil Darth Dark Lord. Like, who's to say that she isn't also, you know, going to be, you know, trying to rise up the emperor or become, you know, whatever. Yeah. But Mon Mothma was like, no, I know that's not you. Um, and uh, I want you instead to lead a basically the resistance like they she created the resistance from scratch um as like their own like army away from the control of the senate militia. and that's what the resist yeah exactly yeah. that's what, yeah, exactly it's a militia and so when that got released though she thought about ben and she's like he's going to hear about this before i can get to him because he's out there in the galaxy somewhere Which and when Leia the new- already knew didn't she i haven't read the book well, of she, course, she, she of course, Luke, Luke told Leia. Yeah, yeah, Luke told Leia, but her secret, she had kept it. Like, and if nobody knew the relationship between Luke and Leia. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't know that they were brother sister. Um, and they kept that relationship ship a secret as well. Um, everybody knew that Luke Skywalker was the man who took down Darth Vader. Um, actually, I don't know if they knew that Leia and Luke were related or not. I think they might have known that, but because Luke never came out and said that Anakin Skywalker was Darth Vader or was my father or some shit. Like, I don't think Luke ever acknowledged that he was Vader's kid. Um, anyway, obviously she knew, but the world didn't know. And so as soon as it came out, she was like, uh-oh, I have to tell Ben. And I'm pretty sure that's like the end of the movie or the book rather is her, it's like recording the hologram to send to wherever the fuck Luke and Ben are and telling Ben the truth. And, uh, and like, that's how he finds out. He finds out via hologram from his mom that he's the grandson of the evil dark Lord of the Sith. So we could see that, right? Yeah. Those, those are the options for the front side. But what do you like think? the series if, could open with that hologram or something? Like, that'd be sick. Exactly. It could. Um, and that could be the first seed, you know. Um, however, that's the easy part. I want to ask you, if they go the route of post-sequels, how the fuck do you think they do that? How, like, how, how would you do that? How would you tell that story? Ben we Solo know- clawed his way out of the Sarlacc pit. I don't know, dude. He's got robot legs. He dissolved (laughs) into the force, right? So if we're going to move forward with a post-Rise of Skywalker trilogy, they're talking about trilogy, right? That's what it says. There's, I mean, there's there's the obvious, it's a force ghost trilogy, which would be kind of weird. But like on the other side of that, it could take place in the world between worlds or in this spiritual realm that force ghosts reside in we could get especially now with the fucking deep fake stuff dude mm-hmm. we could get uh sir alec guinness obi-wan we could get basically everybody who's now a force ghost with ben and like have that moment of like you know he grew up not grew up but like when snoke slash the emperor started getting into his head and he was hearing uh you know darth vader and he was talking to his grandfather which Mm -hmm. as a sidebar to my overall point i would assume that means that luke had never sat down with ben and told him like he was already with luke training without knowing that was his uncle 
No, 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 no. I think so. That's what I mean. Is like that's that's what I mean by like I I kind of backtracked. I was like I think everybody knew that Luke and Leia. Like I first said that they didn't know, but I think that they did know Luke and Leia were related. Mm-hmm. But I don't think because I don't think Luke told anybody that Darth Vader was Anakin. I think everybody knew that Luke Luke and Leia were the were the kids of the Jedi Knight Anakin Skywalker. Kind of but like Luke, how what Luke was told on Tatooine. But right, and Luke didn't want the world to think less of Anakin by telling everybody that Anakin was Darth Vader. Right. Even though he redeemed him, he understood that people would still associate the atrocities of Darth Vader with the legacy of Anakin Skywalker. Sure. Therefore, I don't think they brought it up. So, and I think Luke and Leia like agreed that Leia would be the one to tell Ben when she was ready about Vader. Yeah. And that's why Luke didn't say anything to Ben. So Ben knew that it was his uncle. Ben just didn't know that their his grandfather was also Darth Vader. That Anakin was also Darth Vader because the world didn't know either. The galaxy I mean, didn't know. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's the same thing. Like how Obi Wan kind of differentiated Vader. It was like Vader killed your father to Luke, and that's like that's like um, common, you know, in the uh, Star Wars universe. Is like. Um, light and dark side versions of a person are two different people essentially you know like they're not but they are and so one of the, that's one of the things that like people were saying the reason why uh, ben had to die was because the sins of kylo were too extreme to be able to wash away by the the the, the rest of the galaxy but it's like who who like there's no proof out there that anybody knew that Ben Solo had fallen to the dark side as Kylo Ren, aside mm-hmm. from Luke, Leia, and Han. Right. You know? Um, so there's there's well, no didn't reason... did the First Order have some knowledge? Like, didn't Hux know that uh, Ren was... No, of was... course. They, they, like, those, those, the, the main key players do, of course, you know? But, like, the gal- it's not just common knowledge throughout the galaxy or amongst all the stormtroopers that the son of Leia and Han is now the evil Kylo Ren. Yeah, you know, um, but but anyways, like to I I said that to basically be like, okay, well, when Ben dies, he becomes a force ghost. Okay, I think it would be interesting, not only just with the CGI technology, but like he could have. I mean, you could almost turn it into an entire fucking season of him sitting down with Force Ghost Anakin and saying and basically justifying the redemption because people still have a problem with that like anakin slaughtered a room of younglings not to mention destroyed hundreds of thousands of families and and implemented one of the evil forces to ever touch the galaxy yet he killed the emperor when he was trying to kill his own son which whatever and now all of a sudden okay it's it's old man fucking well and that's what i mean by um old man again (laughs) <laughs> the old man, old mannequin, uh, Anakin. Man- anyway, um, fuck, dude. Sorry, you just reminded me of one of my lines from one of my verses. Yeah, uh, I used the. I think I, I don't know. If I used panic and Anakin in the same line. Um, <laughs> Anakin, quit panicking. <laughs> no, no, it's it's like. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll, if I can, I don't want to try to sit here and think about it. Um, if I come up with it by Even the end though, of the pod, I'll... in the '90s remasters, it's now Hayden Christensen as oh right right yeah yeah the original the original movie yet obi-wan is 
old as fuck and i don't uh, i got that's one thing i have problems with it's whatever it, i'm gonna i want to buy the despecialized look, editions they're on ebay if they if they would have just replaced alec guinness with ewan mcgregor then it would have been fine yeah but george making that weird connect like weird anyway so the point being is that the reason why i was bringing up people not knowing about vader and anakin um it's like we as the audience know the difference and we as the audience have no problem distinguishing the difference between somebody who is taken over by the evil dark side of the force and made to do things that they wouldn't do as themselves we were like even though it's the same body right the same vessel is essentially a different person taking it over so when anakin you know, turned to the dark side. He was Darth Vader before he slaughtered the younglings. He was Darth Vader when he hunted down every last Jedi and killed them all. And Vader when you know, all these things. And he was Anakin when he threw Palpatine down to, to be like, what the fuck's going on? I'm finally back, you know. Um, and so we as the audience are like, yeah, we can differentiate that. But the people in the galaxy wouldn't be able to, right? So like, that's why, like, the, there's really no need for the justification of Kylo Ren if they can if they can confirm that the rest of the galaxy did not know he was Ben Solo, right? As long as they know that he wasn't Ben Solo, and they just say like Ben Solo's back, but uh, yeah, he you know he ran off into hiding after his uncle was killed or whatever, or his or his uncle, whatever. So sure. so that that that's that's what I mean. It's like, um they don't have to worry about justifying it because the galaxy doesn't have to know. Now, the thing that gets funky here. Um, it's already it, pretty funky, bro. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, but the thing that gets the funkiest here is that the reason why Ben Solo is not seen standing with Luke and Leia on Tatooine is because he's not a force ghost yet. He transferred his essence into Rey. So his force ghost is inside of Rey. Like that's inside that's where it is. Inside of you. God damn it! That, that, like I finish it off with the thought of that Battlefront Two mod with, <laughs> with fucking Kylo crisscross around. Yeah, the dyad crisscross around um, Ray. So yeah, because Kylo Ren's essence is transferred into Ray, he cannot. Even though his body disappeared. Because yeah. it would, given that it's now, you know, whatever. He's not going to be inside the Force realm until Rey is also dead. Um, it's just, and then you'll see Rey walking around in the Force realm with with Ben, just hugging her back, you know, rear naked choking her. Um, <laughs> I thought about like it's just Rey walking around, just hearing like Ben talking to her all the time, and like, but she's, dude, for real, she's in her fucking room. He's like, slip off the robe. <laughs> slip it off stand in the mirror look <laughs> yeah I w- Ben I wish I wish you were here with me right now I would have disappointed you you know yeah. <laughs> anyway um, the point being that uh, it's gonna get weird if they do a trilogy of movies like they have to they would the what pretty much the only real options here uh, and we'll move on to something else um, is the fact that you you basically have to toy with World Between Worlds to bring him back somehow or you're just doing the same shit you did with Palpatine and you're trying to, you know, somehow 
Ben Solo returned. But the the question is like, okay, <laughs> because Ben is dead, yeah. what what popped in your head? Somehow Ben Solo returned. That just yeah. made me chuckle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why um, I started it with Ben Solo clawed his way out of the out of the Solo <laughs> <like>, Yeah. <laughs> Ben Solo was found by his long lost brother, um, fucking Ken Solo, and, right. and he has robot legs now. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's been eating garbage for twenty five years. <laughs> Dude, what's wrong with you? She's <laughs> the only thing I ever had. What are you talking about? <laughs> Who? <laughs> right. <laughs> Instead of Kenobi, it's right. <laughs> um, the problem is, how do you have a post-sequel trilogy about Ben Solo without Rey? Because, yeah. because he's not a Force ghost. And if you make him a Force ghost, then what the fuck did he do? Did he just give himself... Did he just use his Force power to, to fucking make Rey come back? Because I'm pretty sure the novel like states that he transferred his essence into her the way she did to him, the way she did to the serpent, the way Dio got transferred essence by BB-8, a.k.a. just charged up real quick. Um, Man, that would make Rey strong as fuck in the Force, huh? If she just inherited all of Ben's essence? Well, so that's, that's the question then, is um, <clears throat> was she dead dead and now Rey as far as force power no longer exists or is like her bad was her oh was her yeah is it like she just now has ben's power because or was her battery just so low and then she died and then ben's like nope you can come back to life now and then once her battery recharges she is literally the dyad walking as one because if she's the dyad walking around as one Oh man, that you know what they should have done, dude? They should re-update that mod, but instead of Ben or like Kylo on her back as a full like character, he should just be like Force Ghost, like wrapped around her. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be that'd be even better. Just now. right behind her, like, <laughs> just, like everywhere he goes, like she he's her shadow. Every move she makes, he makes like too. a cape. He like his body just flows like a cape behind her. Like. <laughs> he's attached to her back by the neck. It's like just like limp body floats. <laughs> no capes oh fuck this is off the rails man oh so i think i think we've established that we have no fucking clue how they're gonna do this i'm cool with it though like post post ros pre ros i like as long as as long as somehow or another feloni or favreau has their stamp on it somewhere I'm cool with it because it means it's gonna be okay. Because I know neither one of them are would neither one of them one of them would have let probably any one of those three sequel movies out. You know, like my, I, I'm, yeah. My thoughts on it are it would be it would make more sense for them to predate it to ROS, just yeah. because they are in this mode of building up to the sequels, and I think to finally reach a point where we have a project that has sequel characters intermingling with ot characters and the new characters we meet from mando and ahsoka and whatever um i think it would be a wiser decision to have it take place you know 10 years prior to 
force awakens or 15 mm-hmm. years or however long um just like that makes more sense to me that they would go that route uh of here is his fall to the dark side like here is the story of it um i don't need a trilogy for it necessarily like, i think that can be done in probably one film but i was thinking i was thinking more along the lines of like the kenobi short series something like that sure like a like a four or five yeah episode i mean thing, but they which... could they could do an <clears throat> epic trilogy and and basically be a a trilogy of like here's ben solo really really young and here's him you know as a teenager kind of like prequels right with anakin here's yeah here's where he was discovered here's where we found out he was force sensitive and, and all this and here's the story and the story ends with him at luke's academy mm-hmm. and then the second one could be him straight up just training with luke and get hints and nods of his fall to the dark side and then the third movie could be the story of him first talking to snoke and and like learning about ren and the knights of ren and finally ending with him donning the the kylo ren armor like it could be told and that's that's i mean beat for beat that is the prequel trilogy like it just that's, it is what it is. That, dude, that's what this fucking shit's about. Man. But I think like, I think they if they were going to go trilogy route, that would be the way to do it, right? Yeah. So you got – and obviously you still have Mark Hamill. Um, they can figure out Carrie Fisher. They can figure out Harrison Ford if they want to. They could have Alden fucking do Harrison Ford. I don't know. Uh, I mean we could get Chewbacca in that. We, I mean there's so much R2-D2 would be in it if Luke's in it and like – it would be a Star Wars movie, but it's also like I honestly I think that'd be kind of a cool idea of a straight up like like how Anakin was in the prequels, just Ben Solo. Here's him going yeah. to the academy. Here's him being a badass, and then here's him falling. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. Um, I had a thought. Um, and it's whatever. Like it's 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 a uh, it's me kind of just heart like not harping, but going back on the same shit of like bringing up world between worlds and different timelines and shit. And I know, I don't know that people are getting tired of hearing it, but I know some people don't like that idea. Not necessarily our listeners, just people in general. Um, but like an image that popped in my mind was like the start of it is, uh, like in a sense where he's, it's Kylo, it's Ben, trapped in his own purgatory for his sins via the force. So like his power and essence was transferred into Ray so she could move on, right? But like the force still needs his pound of flesh, yo. Yeah. And so like what if he's so like the first thing <clears throat> and maybe it's not maybe it's not um maybe it's not like a purgatory, but it's like so we know Anakin could see the future pretty damn good better than anybody that was like his specific power right ben's is to read people's minds essentially Mm -hmm. um but what if it's like we start out the first movie right if we they do the trilogy route the first movie is like you get it's like these flashes of the end of rocker you see like the sith eternal you see palpatine crazy eyes um you see like ben getting launched down the hole and then you see like a flash of Ben crawling to Ray, holding Ray, transferring to Ray, and then dying, right? Sure. And then Kylo wakes up, or Ben wakes up, rather. Kind of, so kind of. You know what? Hold, what? 
you know what they could do is exactly what you're saying but like i know it's not very star wars and i talked about this with the lando show it could be like force ghost ben narrating his rise and fall right it could be yeah yeah no like it really like yeah if they yeah if they wanted because that would technically take place post ros yeah it's force ghost ben talking about it but the story told takes place pre ros so yeah so like what i was thinking was and it's not as skywalker it's not sequel it won't be what they do they're no you know but like like he wakes up and he's ben solo and he was just like he remembers all of the shit at the end of rise of skywalker because he was there darth revan like he full circle baby see i know i know nothing about it so it's like i know that the character you darth darth revan you wake up on a ship and you're like who the fuck yeah you have to learn that you're darth revan and then you but the difference here all these hints and the difference the the difference is ben wakes up knowing but now he's not to that point in time yet so like he got he gets almost gets like you know, I went to, I went to be a bloop, but for some reason my voice went out. Uh, like just, just like, he just gets yeah, <laughs> he gets like picked up and dropped over there, but he still has all the knowledge. All of a sudden, just so <laughs> now he has all of the knowledge of what is going to happen, and he has to somehow find Ray and stop it all from happening. Sure. To to prevent Kylo Ren from being I a love thing, it. you know, God, they, and then they it, do so much shit with this. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, and so because you know like uh. How with um, um, Star Killer, right? In number two, mm-hmm. he's a clone, but mm-hmm. he has memories of the other clone. Yep. So what if it's similar to that concept, where like it's been in another timeline, but he's seeing and knowing shit from the like as if as if as if when he gets transferred into Ray, they go, nope. The Force says nope, and they throw his consciousness or whatever or his essence into a different Ben Solo in a in a parallel timeline or some shit. I don't know, something crazy like that. Or while sure. or like he's stuck reliving everything, and so it would be like you said, Ben narrating everything, or like Ben trapped inside Kylo while Kylo's doing all of this shit. You know, like being that voice of like being yeah, dude. He could go back because like. The pull to the light that he's is actually himself this, is actually himself. Like, this is some yo. like sixth sense type shit. You know what I mean? Yo, yeah, yeah. I dig this. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Yeah. All right, super cool shit. I, yeah, let's cool. <laughs> add I'm, this shit I'm, to my list of shit to write. <laughs> fuck yeah, right. <laughs> the never ending concept list. Um, man, I want to um, talk. What do you want to talk about? Because I wanted to talk about this Snoke thing only because the first thing was really interesting. I don't know. If I don't know what Snoke thing you're talking about. It's on the list. It says, uh, "Oh, twelve Snoke facts you might not know." Yeah, uh, I do want to hit that real quick. I want to talk about. Did you watch the Star Wars, the Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales trailer? No, you should have. <laughs> I didn't even know it was uh, a thing. So I want to run down it because I was so impressed with the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Yeah. I'm actually legit excited for this. I didn't even and know this, this was coming out. I'm going to watch the fuck out of it. And this is a much deeper cut. Like they, they pull deep cuts from Star Wars. So I just want to run through this real quick. Uh, and it's, it's five pull aways yeah. from it. Um, first one is Tony Hale, incredible voice actor. Uh, he does a good, perfect mix of mix of like creepy caretaker with, lego infused fun so it's kind of a lighthearted. like it's it's going to be very quality narrated um was that lightning inside is number two so it's got grabala the hut and doesn't know what he's gotten himself into because he's around 
fucking force lightning and shit. And it's like, is that fucking lightning? Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways, it's it's just kind of a deep nod. But they do have, based on what we were just talking about, Ren. Like, oh, of yes. Knights of Ren yeah. in brick form. Uh, it says he debuted in the Marvel comic uh, Star Wars The Rise of Kylo Ren. And we're excited to see the masked man known as Ren make the jump to animation. So that could so, be like a little hint at something they might be doing with this Kylo Ren thing. If now if they're yeah. if they're taking him out of the comics and now they've put him in another media, and it's so funny he's on his speeder bike and you see little Kylo Ren helmet sticking out behind him, which is canonically incorrect, but still funny. The start the sure. Lego shit isn't meant to be. I know it's meant to be no, fun. It's just fun. Yeah, like that's why I approach it because it's like it's just Lego Star Wars fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Mother Talzin's back. So you see Mother Talzin and the Night Sisters and all of this crazy shit. So like that's all new. Um, and <laughs> his cyborg legs aren't quite calibrated correctly. Oh god, it's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> Oh, just remember could, yeah, I, the, the resurrection of Maul yeah. gets a silly spin when his new cyborg legs aren't quite calibrated. I, just, I, just, I love in the fucking holiday special when it's just the top of Maul hopping across the desert, dragging, dragging the his desert, yeah, yeah. with his fucking lightsaber. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. Uh, and then number five, Luke Skywalker Imperial Pilot. Uh, so in a riff on the classic The Monkey's Paw, which I have no idea what that is. Uh, a magical limb gives Luke a handful of wishes, turning him into a soldier of the Empire. So I'd imagine this takes place pre A New Hope. Yeah, when he uh, was like, he actually went scene. to Tashi Station for power converters yeah. and got kidnapped. And but it, yeah, he, so he gets basically a handful of fucking wishes, and one of them is he wants to become an Imperial pilot. So, um, and, and there's so much more in the trailer. You need to watch that after we, yeah. uh, after we hop off this call. But, um, you know what? The day after this episode comes out, I'm gonna post some screenshots from the trailer just of stuff that I'm excited to see. Uh, so go check that Write out that on Instagram down. at their only legends. I am, damn. <laughs> I've been good with Instagram, dude. Uh, it's it's not quite time for plugs yet, but if you're not following us on Instagram, <laughs> you need to do it. Um, you need to do it. I'm at, yeah, I'll check that trailer out as soon as we're done because I I, I love uh, that shit. So okay, let's get into the Snoke so thing. Good. Let's run through the Snoke thing um, and we'll finish up on that. Yeah. Okay. So these are these are uh, twelve Snoke facts you might not know, and I haven't even gotten to number two. I just read number one, and it was like not mind blowing, but like really cool concept. Not concept, but really cool information. So number one, Snoke was a strand cast created by Palpatine. Um, Emperor Palpatine created Snoke to be his proxy through which he could regain his power. We've talked about that. We know that. Although Snoke was bioengineered in a lab on Exegol, he was a strand cast, not a clone. This bit of Star Wars jargon means Snoke isn't an exact copy of anyone, but isn't natural born either. Now, this is something I didn't know, which is why I'm so excited about this. I just assumed strand cast was like another word for cloning. Uh, we've heard the term strand cast before. In The Mandalorian, Quill speculates that Grogu might be a strand cast, a speculation which turned out to be wrong when Ahsoka revealed Grogu grew up in the Jedi Temple. Palpatine's ultimate plan was to use Snoke as his voice to whisper in Kylo Ren's ear. It was one of several ways he was working behind the scenes all along to build the First Order, because somehow he returned, itself just a shell for the new Emperor being Empire being built on Exegol. With his clone body de- uh, decrepit, uh, but his spirit still strong in the forest. Palpatine could possess other people, but was looking for a permanent new vessel. Snoke was likely born from these experiments, but was too imperfect a vessel to house Palpatine's spirit. There were other candidates like the Strandcast who became Rey's father. But since the process that created Strandcasts could not be reliably replicate Force sensitivity, Palpatine's son was not a Force sensitive. It was another dead end. The Sith Lord next turned his attention to Rey and the Rise of Skywalker. The Strandcast slash cloning storyline shares several plot points with the classic Dark Empire comic series where Palpatine bided his time until he could come back in a younger, stronger clone body and recreate the Empire. Um, so real quick, 
Um, what the fuck? So I don't understand now. Um, like what the difference? So now, now I really hope uh, fucking Bad Batch season two dives into this shit, and like as if as if strand casting is supposed to be a better version of cloning. Um, maybe. I still don't really understand. Me neither. Because um, it says he's he's basically not a direct replica, but he's not natural born. Either. So it, so he's so, so he's basically they took the. So it's like a test tube type shit where like uh, when you get like eggs from a woman and uh, sperm from a man and then you make a baby, but like uh-huh. not natural born baby. Um, well, no, but they, they, you know, they are naturally born for us, but they've made like a lamb out of cloning. You know, you can make. Sure. So I wonder if that's more what it is. If it's like they took his DNA. And said, have fun to grow something. Yeah. More. And, yeah. but, but Snoke is a strand cast of. What then? Of who? Because it can't be Andy Circus. Right. Right. No, he, yeah, I mean he's a strand straight up it's just Smeagol. I mean Yeah. It's just the opposite. Instead of small, frail and weird talking, he's large and anyway, um I don't understand. But uh now I'm more intrigued. Fucking A. God damn it. Number two. Uh Snoke wasn't aware of his own history. Hold on, hold on, hold on real quick, yeah, yeah, real quick. Yeah. Bested by a girl that never held a lightsaber precious. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> just it's the same shit, just adds my precious to the end of it. Instead of my boy, it's my precious. <laughs> my precious. <laughs> never held a lightsaber. <laughs> oh, no. uh, Snoke wasn't aware of his own history. Unlike Palpatine's Strandcast's son, air quotes, Snoke didn't know he was created in a lab by the Sith Lord, nor that he was being manipulated to rebuild the Emperor's forces. In fact, despite being created sometime after the Battle of Endor, he believed to have lived through the rise and the fall of the Empire. All of this is revealed in the novelization of The Force Awakens in a twist that might actually have been the result of the Rise of Skywalker not having been written or planned yet. Planned out yet. Okay. But it's th- okay, I have to read that now. God damn it. But his status as a Sith sleeper agent fits with Palpatine's plan, too. Snoke truly believed that he himself was really a Dark Force user who had lived through the Galactic Civil War, likely prevented Ben Solo slash Kylo Ren from sensing the deception throughout his time as Snoke's apprentice. Palpatine needed Snoke to believe the the lies he told Kylo Ren so he could be more easily manipulated, or so he could easily manipulate the fallen Skywalker. Hmm. I like that. So he just didn't have a, a memory of his past, but he believed that he was a, like, Sith Lord, basically. Like, he believed himself to be true, but, like, how did Palpatine puppet him? I think it was more of, like, Palpatine whispering in his ear. Like, and, like, promising him shit. Interesting. You know, that may or yeah. may not be a concept I'm working with in my own sequel rewrite. Um, because so he would have had his own force powers, but he just so he his does. body wasn't up to par for Palpatine. Yeah, like even though Palpatine probably could have inhabited him. Yeah, but it wouldn't have allowed Palpatine to reach his full Palpatine potential. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I now have to. I have to. I'm gonna come back because I'm gonna have to reread. I'm gonna have to read the Force Awakens novelization now. Uh, if oh speaking of read, I said last week I was gonna read Light of the Jedi, and I started to. I'm through phase one of phase three, but I did not finish it. Mm. So I'm gonna try and finish it up this week, so we can talk about it next week. Oh, I, I that was a carryover from last I week. I said I'm gonna fucking read forgot. it. We're gonna talk about it. I forgot all about it. I, 
Um, Hugh Hefner and Snoke's injuries informed Andy Serkis, uh, informed how Serkis played the character. I'm adding words into shit. Um, Is that why he tells Hux and Kylo to kneel? Hugh Hefner. Oh, Jesus. God. I was like, where is he going with that? Um, Circus says he imagines Snoke's deep scars were the source of some of, of source of some of his anger. Uh, he's terribly powerful, of course, he said, but he is also a very vulnerable and wounded character. Um, he has suffered and he has suffered an injury. He has suffered and he has suffered injury. The way that his malevolence comes out is a reaction to that. His hatred of the resistance is fueled by what happened to him personally. I don't know how the fuck I just forgot how to read. <clears throat> um, and uh, it said that uh, for the he drew from the gold LeMay Hugh Hefner look, the shining robe evoking the Playboy magazine founder, uh, says that in The Last Jedi, he also considered drawing inspiration from so many different uh, dictators but settled on the uncanny Hefner idea. Interesting. Yeah, the robe and the... I, I like that. His relaxed demeanor. Sure. You want to take the next couple? Uh, sure. I mean, these are quick. I'm not going to read these ones. Yeah, yeah. His looks was based on classic horror movies. Hmm. Like which ones? I, I would imagine. Uh, looks like Frankenstein uh, and Dracula and Abraham Van Helsing. Mm. So like uh, Hammer Films horror movies. Yeah. Uh, just see. Do, do, do. It, look, it almost looks like Snoke was quite handsome when he was younger. So, right. I mean, yeah, that's, that's cool. It looks like he got all fucked up. Uh, Snoke is not a Sith Lord. Uh, there's no Darth title in his name. It was rumored after The Force Awakens that Snoke was going to be revealed to be Darth Plagueis, but obviously that proved to not be true. But he is technically not a Sith. Uh, yeah, he just doesn't identify with the Sith religion. Ryan Johnson Snoke felt, or Jesus Christ, <laughs> Ryan Johnson felt Snoke's presence distracted from Rey and Kylo Ren's stories, so he killed him. Um, oh. that's, that's basically <laughs> it, damn it, Ryan. Right? It's like, come on, man. Yeah. That's like saying, it's literally like saying Darth Vader takes away from Luke and Leia and Han's story. Yeah. Uh, fan theories didn't line up with the, what the last Jedi director, Ryan Johnson, had in mind for uh, moving the sequel trilogy cast into the future. And in a conversation with EW via Collider, Johnson explained his reasoning for knocking Snoke off the sequel trilogy's test board. Ch- trilogy's chessboard. I'm not as good as... All right, all right, all right, all right. I can take over if you need uh, me to. No, shit. I can read. Shut <laughs> up. Can you? But, like, I'm just... I, I might stumble. Uh... When I was working on the character of Kylo, I came to a place where I thought the most interesting thing would be to knock the shaky foundation out from under him at the beginning of this movie. By the end of the film, he's gone from being a wannabe Vader to someone who is standing on his own feet as a complex villain villain taking the reins. So basically it wanted to Ryan wanted to take away the I'm a badass but here's the dude behind me pulling the strings. Right. His goal was to make Kylo Ren the one making these decisions that are evil as fuck. Sure. And I, and I, I agree to an extent with that concept. It's just, I'm not really like, that's unfortunate. That's how I am with most of the last Jedi is like, I understand what you were trying to do. And like, in theory, it's really cool. Yeah. Execution wise could be argued. Um, number seven, Snoke chose Ben Solo because of his Skywalker blood. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. We, we know about this. We, we read oh. Rise of Kylo Ren. Number eight. Um, 
Snoke trained at least one other apprentice before Kylo Ren. This I did not know. Uh, according to the Force Awakens Visual Dictionary, Snoke canonically trained someone else before Ben. Little is known about this mystery apprentice. Uh, we don't know the person's name, when this took place, or how it connects <coughs> to Palpatine's overarching plans. The existence of this apprentice is implied by Snoke's description of Kylo Ren as his most gifted apprentice, huh. suggesting there must have been someone else to compare him to. Um... Hmm. And it says, in the Age of Resistance comic, Snoke also mentions that he has plans to have more apprentices after Kylo Ren is gone. But Ren cuts that plan short. (laughs) 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 Snoke had at least one earlier run in with Luke. The facial scarring and collapsed cheek circus talked about might have been created by Luke Skywalker. In the rise of Kylo Ren, uh, Ben Solo alludes to to what Master Luke did to you. But Snoke is more interested in Ben's conflict with Luke. Uh, what happened between Snoke and Luke is still unknown, and it's possible that whatever confront- confrontation led to Snoke's scars was also the first time Ben met Snoke. Um, Ten. I don't think this is the case. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. Just because in Mando, when we see Snoke in a tank, and you can say what you want, it's Snoke. He's got the divot in his head. That's basically his main identifier for being a Snoke in a tank. I think that that was part of his story, just like he doesn't know what his background is. I think that he had the Emperor in his ear informing him, oh, hey, you're all fucked up. You know why you're fucked up? Luke Skywalker did that to you. Oh, and that helps him make Ben be like, why would Luke do this to him? You know, because maybe Luke's got some deep, dark secrets of his own and he ain't telling me everything. Number 10, Snoke played a key role in the Empire's transformation into the First Order. Since Palpatine had to hide his weak clone body from everyone except his secret Sith acolytes, he placed Snoke in charge of the day-to-day growth of the First Order. Through his own lackeys, General Hux and Captain Phasma, Snoke spearheaded the new Stormtrooper program that captured and indoctrinated children, building a military force powerful enough to go against the New Republic. And behind the veil of the unknown regions and uncharted sector of the galaxy where the New Republic held no dominion, Snoke helped reorganize what was left of the Empire into the First Order, eventually becoming its supreme leader. Snoke's attendants, the purple-robed alien seen briefly in The Last Jedi, are also part of this initiative. They are the ones who help the Imperial Remnant settle into the Unknown Regions, using their abilities to blaze hyperspace trails that made First Order Conquest much more efficient. Ooh. Finish up that fucking uh, Light of the Jedi book, and then that'll start to make a lot more sense. <clears throat> okay. I just kind of made the connection myself there. Eleven, Snoke's flagship, the Supremacy, is the only ship of its kind. Snoke's flag, flag, ah, eh, whatever. That's fine. Like, we don't need to read that shit. Like that makes sense. It was ripped in half by the Holdo maneuver, bro. I know Say that. It. No, speak I your w- truth. Speak my truth. <laughs> uh, the Holdo maneuver is one of the most visually stunning moments in all of the all of Star Wars. It is incredible. All of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of Vice Admiral Holdo, but she grows um, on me. Like, honestly, like when you, I like Laura Dern. Like when I'm a big Jurassic Park fan. But. When I no, but when you go back, sorry, when I go back uh, and watch the Last Jedi, very rarely. Um, when I first saw the movie, I hated her character because I was like, I'm all on Poe's side. But understanding, yeah. well, I like the little flirty banter she does with Poe. Okay, like she she knocks him down a few pegs <laughs> and is basically like. There's some real dong. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna like, say Spencer's. <laughs> Spencer's a little sub right now. Like he's like, damn. 
she she's knocking them down a few pegs. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, no, I was gonna say like when you don't view her as a traitor. Speaking of pegs. <laughs> There is a reason why when we upload these episodes, I check the contains explicit material box before I upload it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, no, I was going to say, if you watch it with the understanding of, like, Poe's being a dipshit right now, like, it's like, imagine being in her position where she's trying to, like, all of a sudden she has to take over the resistance because Leia's done and you've got this fucking crazy flyboy who just wants to blow shit up and it's like... Leave me alone and let me do my fucking job, you know? Yeah. It, you know, it, it makes a little bit more sense. But anyway, last but definitely least, uh, Snoke's ring contains a relic from Darth Vader's castle. That's not definitely least. But that's, yeah, in the um, visual dictionary of the uh, thing. It doesn't even say that in there. Um, but in the visual dictionary, it talks about it's a obsidian taken from Vader's castle. Um, I love that. Yeah. It's a really nice. Vader's castle, aesthetically, is one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars. It's dope. It's so it's, cool. It's cool as shit. The fat and like the the poetry of like building a castle on Mustafar where you were finally like transformed into what the world, the galaxy knows as Darth Vader. Like I Yeah, technically it was Vader before that, but like no, 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 I know. there's already a fucking place on Coruscant, so like you're not sure. gonna um uh, you know, I de- I, I forgot but... that they put it in um, Rogue One for some reason. I've seen that movie so many times. Yeah. And then the last time I watched it when I was at my parents' house, my mom swears up and down she had never seen it and I was like what how have you not seen it I've shown you every fucking Star Wars movie but anyway so we watched it and that scene came on and I was like right when Krennic's going over there and I was like wow I completely forgot that they they went here and it looked so good yeah so good hell yeah Um, anything else you want to touch on before you have to boogie boogie out of here bro I'm good bro okay we have a few other carryover things but we probably won't even carry them over right I feel like we hit some pretty good topics today Man, if y'all aren't already doing so, you need to follow us on Instagram. We're on Instagram at They're Only Legends. Go follow it. I post fun stuff. It's a cool community. There's some good people over there. Uh, growing every day. Love to see it. Um, so yeah, definitely go follow us at They're Only Legends. Uh, last week, two weeks ago, I ran a tournament bracket. Uh, non-force users, if you have an idea for 16 characters that you would like to see pitted against each other um, in a tournament style, and you would like me to execute that to the Their Only Legends fan base, go ahead and send us a, a DM on Instagram. Go ahead and send us an email to theironlylegends at gmail.com. Or if you have any other idea for any kind of game that you would like to see executed on a social platform, um, I'd be happy to do that for you. Give me those ideas. I'll, I'll run it. I'll give you credit, shout you out. Let's do it. Uh, send those again dm us at their only legends on instagram or send us an email their only legends at gmail.com and if you have anything else that you want to talk about or have us uh uh you know give our thoughts on on the show you can send those to those exact same places we'll check it we'll we'll map something out and, and talk about whatever you got uh other than that if you are listening on a platform it allows you to rate and or review that's apple users uh, if you could scroll down, hit that sweet, sweet five-star button, uh, say something nice about your boys, takes 30 seconds for you, means the world to us, this is a place you like hanging out in, and you'd like to see it grow and get this community bigger and bigger and bigger, why don't you go ahead and do that, man, because that's how it happens, that's how it happens. Fucking do it. Uh, Click it. Other Click than it. that, 
I'm going to do a personal plug again. Go follow my personal Instagram. That's at spencer.kop. Uh, and go follow that link to my Etsy shop that's in my bio. I have an Etsy shop where I'm uploading uh, designs that people can print, put on t-shirts, put as a wallpaper on their phone, uh, print and hang up on their wall, do whatever you want to do. Go support me. Everything's really cheap. Uh, and not just support me, but that also is a means of supporting the show. We don't run ads. Uh, we don't have a Patreon. Uh, so just that little bit of thing that could help us host and advertise and, and do all the little behind the scenes stuff that y'all don't give a shit about. But it, it really does help us out because this all comes out of Tyler and I doing this for fun and money out of our own pockets and this and that. And that's just a way to kind of help ease the burden for us. And we're also going to have in the future uh, merch and more ways that you can go and support the show and, and you know do fun stuff like that but uh other than that is there anything you got to plug my man nope uh i mean y'all could if you want to you can go follow me on instagram too uh it's just greasy uh but i mean i don't post shit so i i just i I just (laughs) use that to 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 follow other star wars fucking podcasts and Yep. Kind of some sometimes interact with y'all when y'all post uh, comments on uh, the uh, the TOL page. Um, occasionally, um, I try not to get I try not to get into it too much, just because. Uh, I mean, if you think my opinionatedness stops with the podcast, and uh, you got nothing coming, tell you what. <laughs> uh, so I try to do my best to to not get into too much shit with people online because I like to give a lot of people benefit of the doubt as far as trolling or, or being satire with stuff. Um, but there's just some things that are better left untouched. That being said, as always, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us, sitting through another hour and a half of us bantering back and forth about star Wars stuff. We love to do it. Um, you know, that's why we do it every week. We, we love that you guys are listening uh, we would love for you guys to send in your own submissions of, of anything, whether it be us discussing a fan fiction theory you have, or or like you, not, not even like fan fiction theory, like your own Star Wars story, or like uh, or a theory you have, or, or questions about our 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 ideas about stuff, anything, whatever. We would love to hear from you. Um, uh, just, just Minerva, keep them coming. Uh, and anybody else? Anybody else? <laughs> that's our rock. <laughs> that's our, yeah, like, yeah, she's our foundation for this shit. Um, but yeah, <laughs> anybody else too? Like, uh, we're our, our emails, our DMs are always open. Um, and yeah, yes, so sir. thank you. Without you guys, you know, we'd just be doing this shit without microphones in front of our face uh, for no fucking reason. And uh, mm-hmm. we appreciate every single one of you. So. With that being said, we love you, we appreciate you, and may the force be with you. Peace.